0: Welcome back to the One Week Podcast, everybody. I'm Jonas. I'm Matthew. Uh, This week we are talking about the latest release from JPEG Mafia, uh, titled LP. Um, Exclamation point. Exclamation point, yes. yeah. Uh, JPEG Mafia, um, he uh, is a very important artist as of the past few years um, in the experimental hip-hop scene. Um, I personally regard him as um, probably the best and most popular of kind of like an alternative rap scene as of late at least. Um, I don't know if you agree with that, Matthew, but I don't know anybody who carries as much weight as him. I literally don't
1: know anything, so I can't can't really agree or disagree.
0: (laughs) I I just know that his name carries a lot of weight, um, and I understand why. He makes really good and inventive music at the same time, um, he's got a very uh like attractive personality everything he does people pay attention to um and uh this album uh i feel like really delivers um in in the same way that the rest of his uh body of work has um i i this i didn't realize that this was coming out I don't think he gave a lot of heads up but he like I only um, heard about it like the week before it came. I out. I mean, I
1: follow him on Twitter, and he literally didn't drop a release date till the week before it came out. Yeah,
0: so I, I'm I'm assuming that's just how it was. Um, and I think there were probably issues with distributors or label or something. I'm pretty because, sure it's label
1: because I I know. checked the uh for those of you that don't know, which is probably every single person listening to this, um. He released an online, which is on all streaming platforms that you can listen to whenever, and an offline version of the album, and, um, you can listen to the offline on Bandcamp or if he releases it physically in any capacity, which I don't, I don't know if he's gonna do, but, um, there are slight differences, although they are differences, you have different tracks on each, not completely different, um, maybe like one or two that are different, um, the online version has Bald, which is, like, uh, two years old at this yeah. point. Um, Bald Remix with Denzel Curry, um, Cutie, Cutie Pie. Pie. Those have all been on... Those were all on EP1, I yeah. think, right? Yeah,
0: they're they're old. They came out, like, either pre-COVID or right at the start of COVID. So what,
1: what I gather from that is that um, the label... And he, on the Bandcamp... Like, because on Bandcamp, the artist can add, like, a description of the album. He was like... Yeah, if this is the last album ever, I'm ever releasing with a label after this, I'm going to be completely free from all of that. So, if I had to guess, I believe that the label kind of constrained him in what he could do. So, he released the online one that the label is pushing, and then the offline one independently on Bandcamp. And the offline has a couple samples that probably weren't cleared different songs obviously bald and cutie pie are not on it the track list is a little different i'm not sure i mean he wrote this is the true lp on the offline version so my bad listen to the online version i will be listening to the offline version yeah Um, i
0: also only listened to the online version for this um because i didn't know about that until after i had listened to the online version yeah
1: i i i thought i thought when he said offline he meant like you can like you need to own the album to listen to it, but no, it's on Bandcamp, which is a streaming service basically, but a little more artist friendly, yeah. Um, than Spotify. Yeah. I'm
0: glad that there was an explanation because when I first opened LP, I was excited, but I was uh, genuinely kind of annoyed that uh, both versions of Bald and Cutie Pie were on it. I was like, that's that feels he's just like trolling, not him. dude. Uh, and then I realized what the situation was, and I was like, okay, yes. yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I'm, and of course, a label is going to keep JPEG Mafia down. He's yeah. kind of very... Um, I, I, I don't want to use the word hostile, but hesitant to um, people telling him what to do. So, you yeah. You say hostile. I don't think you care. I could say that, but I don't want to paint my man in a bad light. I He's was still, tr- he still... He put... He put in the 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 Bandcamp description from like he's like from this point on this is only for the fans. So he obviously is full of love for the white boys that listen to him.
0: <laughs> no, for sure. Um, I, I was reading his like Spotify bio this morning, and mm-hmm. there's like which it, it doesn't mean that he wrote it, but I assume he's seen it. Part of it is like <laughs> a JPEG Mafia like blurs the lines between it. Like gave a few titles, and one of them was villains. So I was like oh okay villain yeah.
1: uh i mean there are and especially on this album plenty of bars that are that are very uh you could say villainous yeah that that um that he directs towards either no one in particular or some people specifically in particular um and on this album i think he really steps up the sharpness yeah, he, of the pen game yeah in it's, the past it's not been like bad or anything no. not not by any means it's just kind of been like all over the place you could say he'll drop he'll drop a, a gem here and there obviously and i i like his vocals a lot i like his lyrics it, they're unique as is everything else he does but on this one it feels like he really Honed in the the writing, yeah. just in like terms of song structure and just lyrical penmanship. Yeah, whatever you. I don't even know.
0: I I don't think I've ever been as like um, startled at how like good just the raps were. Um, the raps th- were yeah. hitting on especially because like I I I think um, if we go back in his discography veteran versus all my heroes are cornballs honestly i think um i like all my heroes are cornballs a little bit better which i mm-hmm. think might be a little bit of a hot take because most people i don't know yeah most These most days. things i've seen uh, people say they like veteran more which is a very respectable opinion because veteran's great um but i like how like melodic and weird uh cornballs is but i felt like um, this had the same consistency that that did, but with a much more aggressive tone, and um, he he brought he brought his pen. game, yeah, for to, sure. To me,
1: um, this album kind of represents, because I do love all my heroes of cornballs very much. Um, it's a great album, but I was a little sad to see that like the the like industrial kind of grimy stuff he was doing on Veteran was kind of fading into the background. Like there were still songs. There was on there and that had that
0: like mostly just prom. parts
1: of Keenan yeah. yeah just like various little snippets here and there that had that 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 hard the the hard raps the hard beats <laughs> um, but I think on LP he really does well to fuse those two yeah those two styles that he likes to dabble in and
0: yeah i think it's kind of a perfect synthesis there there are
1: plenty of songs that have both in spades and if you're a fan of veteran or if you're a fan of cornballs you'll you'll like them like equally because they they bring both they bring both of what those albums had in one song and he does that so many times throughout the whole record yeah. that this is really just like an album for any jpeg mafia listener
0: yeah i i I, um thoroughly enjoyed it you know like i just i felt um like he delivered on everything i wanted him to deliver on and i didn't even have that long to formulate thoughts about it but like he released the two eps within the past like year or so and i listened to him some but You know, it's, I don't know why, but in my brain, it's just harder for me to get into something that's not a full length record. Mm -hmm. It always feels kind of like filler. That's why in my brain, Denzel Curry hasn't released an album (laughs) since Taboo, which is not true. But, like, in my brain, that's how it feels. Isn't Zoo, like, 40 minutes long? (laughs) Yes, it's definitely a full length album. But he, like, said that one time. He was like, this is just, like, in the interim. And I've, that's been stuck in my head since then.
1: I don't know, man. When, um, your, when your interim shit be hitting as hard as Zenzel Curry's yeah. interim stuff be hitting, I don't know.
0: Um, But, th- like, I was excited for this, for it to come out, and um, what, like, few wishes I did have all fulfilled. Like, I wanted, I wanted as much as I like Cornballs, I did want him to get a little bit back into the, like, dirt and mud and sound angrier. Um... So we can get into talking about some specific tracks. Um, yeah, I mean it's hard not to want to just go down the entire list. I I, I literally don't feel like there's a weak spot. I mean I, I have, don't. I have things to say about uh,
1: about all of them. So I'm... okay, all right. We can just do that. We can
0: just do it. Uh, opening track, trust. That was like the one the real leading single. Um, I liked it when it came out. It's fun. Uh, it's I think a. Fine way to open the album. Um, honestly, probably, probably my least favorite track, which is like good because I still like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I I really like um, something I've noticed about Moth uh, the Boy Peggy, I, and I <laughs> and I think this has always been the case, but it really stuck out to me here is that he the way he uses his voice to either compliment or contrast the beat is really compelling. And you'll hear it, especially on things like cuz It's a very like bouncy kind of beat, you know, very like lighthearted, but then he comes through with kind of like a, like a, like a chilly, smooth kind of flow and like a kind of uh, dejected voice, which, which still switches up a little bit. Like he, yeah, he puts more energy into the bars, but it's a very, very low key kind of delivery, especially, and it, it really kind of contrast with the the, the bouncy kind of glitchy whatever you want to call it beat I don't I can't really put a label on any of these beats to be honest no I the
0: the main the main takeaway I got um from this album in general and I felt this way about some of the other stuff he's done but more so now than ever is every every beat that he makes feels very alive like it has so many moving parts Mm and so many different sequences or switches or what have you they all feel like this like frankenstein's monster of just like things that shouldn't go together and work but absolutely do like work perfectly this this record made me feel that way more than yeah, it's still, just about anything he's done it's
1: really crazy that he literally just does it all himself yeah, the, man. the 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 rapping the writing the producing the mixing the mastering he just he it's it's his thing he is a machine like he he listed some credits on the 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 Bandcamp version and it was like additional production on Nemo by this guy um Thoughts Prayer, which has an interpolation of Britney Spears, hit me maybe one more time. He credited that. And then, um, the TK Minds feature that's on, um, the Ghost of Ranking Dread mm-hmm. on the offline version.
0: And then Rebound has a feature from... Depp Hiff. Yeah, Depp Hiff. Yeah. 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 Um.
1: So, the, and that's that's all the credits. The rest he yeah. did himself.
0: So I don't know how someone has that much talent. Um. We can move on to dirty, uh, dirty crazy switch in the middle of it. Um, I think he, I like it's just it's just constant like in your face and and, and I love it. I love it. It's great. I,
1: I I do I do think this track really showcases kind of that um, how he can blend smooth sounds with the the underground industrial sound, especially with the the switch up. The, that like evil like I don't even know what to call it. Is it. like a synthesizer. Is it like a like a like a Glockenspiel? <laughs> it just sounds like so malicious, nefarious, you could say. And then yeah, his bars are out for blood. He has so many like bloodthirsty bars all over yeah. the the whole thing, which I feel like I've already said. But um, it's tracks like this and uh, and Rebound that have kind of the most Anger yeah. and like hunger in in the writing itself. Just in the writing, not even in like the the sound of the, the beat or anything like that. Just what he's literally just saying. And I'm glad we got that mom, that Peggy back. Yeah. I was missing that.
0: Yeah, no, it feels good. It feels good. Uh Nemo. Um <laughs> For my note, I just put, what?
1: Yeah, no, it's <laughs> really weird. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: it's really good, obviously. Yeah, it's, but like it's
1: super glitchy. Yeah. And, but, you know, Peggy obviously finds a way to bring it together somehow. Yeah. And um, it all comes together really cleanly. First listen, I was like... I
0: don't know about this one, baby. Oh, this feels a little off the wall to me. It was off the wall in all the right ways.
1: Yeah, it I mean, felt it felt like he was sacrificing song structure at first, but then when I like listened to it again, I was like, oh no! Now that there. I now that I know what's yeah. going to happen, it, it, it I can see yeah. the the seams. It's
0: probably the weirdest track on the album, um, and it ranks pretty high for me in terms of of how it is. Like I just, I it's <sighs> another thing. Um about like kinda all these tracks with a few exceptions. They're all really brief. Um yeah. which like
1: he's got c he's got a lot of two minute yeah tracks in there.
0: Um and I, I don't know, I think that works for it too, especially when it's like punchier like this one. This is like a like a punchy song. It's like in and out and then if you want more you just gotta play it again. <laughs> like that's it's just it's I don't know. If there was one song I was gonna tell somebody to like listen to to get like a feel for how interesting some of his stuff can be it would be Nemo you know it's, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite song on the album but it's like it's one of the more standout tracks
1: yeah it's got additional production so he had to bring another person on <laughs> to carry the
0: weight of what's going on here uh so end credits um it's uh switches it up a little bit from the previous three tracks it starts with uh uh Feature about a guy talking about how he would shoot. He's from
1: WWE. Oh, okay. It's a I don't know his name, but I know it's from like a like a wrestling. Arn movie, Anderson. Plenty, I don't know why, but Peggy has referenced wrestling a lot a uh, lot in his career. I guess it makes sense
0: because so, he served in the military.
1: Yeah. I guess all those guys like wrestling.
0: I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, he's talking about how if someone tried to take his car from him, he'd shoot him in the head, and if someone tried to take your car from you you would you know beg for your life um, and then it goes into these like crazy guitars um, which is how it switches up from the previous three tracks it's it's a lot more like um, conventional instrumental but it's still like I think complements Peggy's voice uh, mm-hmm. pretty much perfectly and uh, the energy he brings
1: um, yeah I, I do like the energy quite a bit on this one and uh, yeah the this, the kind of like left-field guitars really like shake up the flow of the album so far. um, I guess teeny tiny little problem I have with it um, and just like kind of overall with the album is that he's got this flow he used it on this track I can't really think of any other tracks he used it on because usually it's easy to forget but um, I noticed it the most on this track Um, he uses this flow quite a bit and not just on this album, he's used it before uh, plenty of times. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like he's kind of like dusting it off for this one again. He's like, yeah, you know, it's a it's a loud song, got a lot of energy. Let me bring out the the like the crazy flow that I that I be using that always hits. And yeah, it does always hit. To be honest, but you know, I guess I I guess. I guess I'm complaining more on the the merit of it than the the execution, because he still does it well. It's not like it's bad. It's a good flow, and I like how it fits the song. I just... That's a teeny tiny little thing I have with it, and then this song feels a little too short to me just because of how, like, one note the instrumental is compared to everything else that's on the album, obviously still a good instrumental but um it kind of sticks out just a little bit in the yeah. track list for that reason but you know maybe i'm just being a loser nitpicker who just <laughs> wants to have problems with an album to show that i know music
0: <laughs> oh well next track uh what kind of rapping is this um this is a a funny track to me cuz it's peggy commenting on uh the current state of rap through his eyes um I think the what I like about a track like this so much is usually when someone does that, it's uh, it's you know, an old head as it were, old one of these head. Joe Budden when types, Um old head, um, and uh, when when like a it's like a seasoned artist or whatever old head whatever you want to say, <laughs> does that it usually sucks and is bad because um, they're just like oh I remember when things were this way and how how good rap used to be. But Peggy is like, it's way more like, uh, look at what everybody in the mainstream does, but look at how I'm doing things now, how I'm switching it up now, how, like how much of an asset I am. It,
1: it feels mostly like, um, like he's uh, talking down to people who just like, yeah, trend like who, who yeah. rap cause it's a trend. Yeah. They don't really care about the art form at all yeah. or just like a surface level enjoyment cause it's. Cause you know it's it makes it makes numbers you know Maroon Five putting Cardi B on a song yeah I think that's kind of what he's talking about yeah. on this um,
0: um, so yeah, you know
1: and he is definitely one of the the most interesting and boldest voices in hip hop so I feel like he has the authority to kind of speak on what the issues are because yeah. he's earned the cred if you ask me a white boy from the suburbs. <laughs>
0: Um, next up we got Thoughts Prayer. Um, obviously got to talk about him, uh, doing his version of Baby One More Time from Britney Spears. Uh, not a concept that Peggy is unfamiliar with. He did the, um, no scrub cover on All My Heroes Are Cornballs. And if you go back not too far in his discography, he did a Call Me Maybe cover, which is probably... Like actually, my favorite cover of all time I think it's really good and really funny um but also still just a good song and uh yeah he's still it's still good when he does it here you know it's an
1: interesting interpolation of the yeah. of the of the lyrics and the flow and um the beats really good it might be one of my favorite beats he's ever produced uh it just it's and there are plenty of those on just this album there are so many i he's really come to. Like he's definitely matured his sound completely, and songs like this really showcase that just how his skill has increased over the years because plenty of beats he's made in the past are simplistic, even though they're interesting and original. They're simplistic yeah if 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 we're being honest. and on this one, uh, like you said, there's a lot of moving parts to the whole thing um even just like individual beats they they have so much going on that um I don't you know you wouldn't even need his rapping for it to for it to work as a song you could just listen to the beat and I I I I'm very happy to see that he's bringing it even yeah. more than he ever has
0: um next we have are you happy um which is another track that is opened up with a sample um, talking about are you actually uh happy or satisfied in your station in life um it's it's good it's not one of the more like standout ones to me um but uh i i i still i still like it i like it quite a
1: bit because yeah. i i you know something i struggle with with um you know Peggy's music is um, it feels like there's not that much emotional depth to everything he's saying. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there are plenty of songs he has that actually have that strong songwriting. Um, the ones that are coming to my brain are, um, PTSD. Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 That's it's it. That's the one
1: example. That's kind of it. He doesn't really write, like, like, emotionally. Yeah. He doesn't really write, like, emotional songs. But I actually think that this one is... Uh, one of his better kind of emotional cuts, obviously from the title "Are You Happy?" You know it's gonna get a little, a little deeper than your usual Peggy affair, and yeah, it does. And I, I like I like the sample, I like the beat, I like the lyrics.
0: <sighs> I forgot he got the Aquafina line on this song, which is <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> he
1: he just he 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 improved everything he's he's been doing ever yeah. on this entire thing and that is showcased to me even more on the song Rebound
0: good lord oh, I think my this goodness. is his
1: hardest beat he's ever put to
0: tape yeah honestly. I, I think you're probably before right before
1: the like kind of little beat switch where like the sub bass kicks in I yeah. was like okay this is like this is pretty good and <laughs> then like then the like 808 came in and I was like okay ladies and gentlemen yeah. we got a hit
0: on our hands and I'm kind of a sucker for any kind of uh, fanfare that that goes well into a, a track, and all the horns he's got going on here. Uh, they go, they go nuts. The like
1: the little, the little um, like little percussion beats. I don't know if it's like a xylophone or something, <laughs> like a wood block. Those go over really well. Obviously the horns. And then um, the bouncy bass line at the start to the, like, more traditional, like, rap, deep sub bass. And just his bars there and the flow. He doesn't use the the flow I hear all the <laughs> time. He actually uses, like, a different flow. And um, this, is <laughs> this is probably the one I've had on the heaviest rotation. Because it's, it's... It's up there for me. Just, just start to finish, it's hitting. Yeah, There's, and
0: this is... This, he gets like as personal as you can get without like name dropping. Like this is really aggressive yeah, towards he goes, someone he in goes particular. Straight.
1: Um I know he he like tweeted like three days ago he's like just squash some beef <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay, so he's he's finished with the beef that he was just rapping about like Five days ago. I mean, maybe so, it's very aggressive. I'm, like. I'm glad he. I'm glad he got that because it seems like he was very upset. I'm glad mm-hmm. he resolved that. Also, in some sort a of way. Sick
0: lunchable bar on this song for so the closing. True.
1: And I, I love. Why would I pray for your health? I'm gonna pray for myself. Yeah. Yeah, I love that bar. Um, the feature is good. It yep. it adds a nice variation to the whole thing. Yep. I got no complaints with this. song.
0: Yeah, it's real good. It's one of the better tracks imo uh Ten then we years. got og um which he's got the uh the dmx just Ice? i don't i don't know
1: i didn't do any research
0: um he's got the the original hip-hop gangster uh feature and, and it mm-hmm. i think it it it's as close to like Old school sounding as I am cool with Peggy getting because I think he really kind of floats on the on the track with the like, the tempo that it sets. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And I, I think it's a great fusion of yeah old school, and new school, and I mean you can obviously tell he respects the old school in a lot of ways. Yeah, especially you know if you're rapping, you have to kind of like understand the importance of the the original OG rappers. Yeah. that there were so. I think it it really showcases how he's bringing these two sounds and styles together, especially with like the the like griminess of it. I like that quite a bit
0: the East Coast kinda mm-hmm. grimy feel another good song <laughs> <laughs> Woo! um then we got uh, Damn, Dam Dam uh which is. Okay, you know, I, there's n- I'm there's not going to say any of these tracks are bad. It's one that I didn't revisit as much. Dude, does this, um,
1: this beat sound like that one song off the Deltarune Chapter 2 soundtrack? <laughs> I um, love that that little, like, smooth... I don't know if it's like a horn synthesizer, but it has, like, a nice roundness to it. hmm Um... I love this song.
0: It's good, yeah. I mean, this, it's, a nice, it's there's a nice no middle not of good the trackless
1: songs. cut. Yeah. Um... You know, I, the, the, maybe another small problem I have with this album is that the, the the track list doesn't really feel like... I haven't listened to the offline version, so I don't know if it's better, but the track list kind of feels like...
0: They're all just kind of there. It feels like a mixtape. Yeah I, I, yeah, I can probably agree with that. Um, but, yeah, like when all, it's all as good as it I is... I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot it of strong like a, songs. Yeah, it it's, like, it's like a, minor It's complaint. a very, very small but issue yeah, I, I have I, with it. I, I can see where you're coming from with that, for sure. Um, but
1: a uh, good
0: song. <laughs> Next, we got um, Tired... No, Sick, Nervous, and Broke. Um, I think the offline version. The offline version. Because, yeah. like,
1: that's... I guess Tired, Nervous, and Broke is, like, copyrighted or something. I don't know. I guess you can't call it that.
0: Whatever. Um, online, it's called Sick, Nervous, and Broke. Uh, this is... Um, I think this is... Like... I don't know it's it's hard to describe. It's like the biggest deal track on here cuz it's like much longer and it feels like it was kind of like the in a way like the climax of the record even though it's not like the hardest hitting or my favorite. It feels like this is kind of like a it's, culmination of all the these most, like short tracks leading into this big idea this It's the been... most
1: like song like yeah. it's the very it's the most like structured Yeah. piece on the whole and yeah, the, plenty of the themes that have been present Throughout the whole album, kind of come together in this one track, and yeah, it's like five minutes long. Yeah, which now is... it's
0: five minutes long because of the outro, which is on is just as good as the 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 opening part. Yeah, it's like this weird piano ballad that he has somebody as a guest appearance, but I don't know who. I don't know.
1: Um, we're gonna pretend like it's um Yo Yo Ma because he plays <laughs> piano now.
0: Okay. Um, but it's it's like a really pretty outro. It reminded me the most of um, all my heroes are cornballs. It's the one like, cornball sounding portion of the record, um, but it's real good. It's real good. Um, then we got. Uh, kissy Face Emoji. Rudy, Kissy Face Emoji? Yeah. He brought the Deltarune uh <laughs> sound back in. I I uh, I have not played Deltarune, so I'll have to take your word well, for that one.
1: Real JPEG Mafia <laughs> fans will know what I'm talking about on this one. And I just I love how like smooth this track is and his bars fit really well with like the vibe of the track.
0: And Deltarune. rune. We'll go we'll go and with this, that.
1: This cut isn't on the offline version, which kind of sucks cuz it's one of my like my favorites on the online version. Yeah. So, you know, in in my personal headcanon, uh the offline version <laughs> has this on it.
0: Yeah. Well, um you can make that happen. I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh then we got nice. Um I okay, so I I think my favorite part of the record is nice combined with BMT. Um, back to back, because mm-hmm. while "Rebound" is probably like the most hard-hitting, this is the the most exciting to listen to for me because it's just it's got so much like build-up going into it, and the the two songs don't like directly lead in, lead into one another, mm-hmm. but it's the one portion of the record where I'm like, oh yeah, these songs are supposed to go in this order. Mm-hmm. Um, it just like it's what feels right to me, because um, like. nice is just like uh, a locker room chant or something like that um and like the beat is like on the grimier side and it feels like you're supposed to be leading into like some more energetic segment and then we go into bmt did you want to say anything about nice before we go into bmt it's like it's not an instrumental but it's like kind of an instrumental i don't know
1: no it it definitely feels like it was it was paired with bmt and um I mean I I would call it an instrumental I guess, but just like in the in a loose sense of the yeah. term, it, it's more of a showcase of like Peggy's production than it is of his, his rapping. And then yeah, it leads right into BMT which has like this like this army call kind of yeah. Like sampled throughout the beat and then it has like this hard hitting drum and this dirty, nasty bass line yep. and it's a it's a grimy cut again. Thank the Lord. I love when he does it like this, and uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call this my favorite moment on the record, but I do I mean, quite like
0: it. Nice itself isn't my favorite moment on the record. Well, uh, yeah, i It's the pairing, SBT. but my favorite song on the record is BMT. Um, this is the one I've had on heavy rotation for sure, because it's just, um, it's not the closing track, but because the closing track isn't, it's not like a ballad, but it's like a little bit slower this feels like that final push and shove before we get into the the end because i'm not counting bald or cutie pie like i i didn't play those when i went through it because i still played them because i liked them i mean sure yeah but like (laughs) in terms of like trying to assemble a flow like these last three tracks specifically nice and bmt but these last three tracks felt like the most unit because Nice and BMT are paired together, and I feel like that TK minds this song. Um, feels like a closer, even though that's not what the closer is on the offline version. In my brain, in it is. your brain, because um,
1: that's how that's how the world works.
0: Yep, it's my world, and you live in it. Uh, but yeah, I um, I love I love this song. Uh, when he says, "And God gave me this K, make it shake." Uh, that's the the best part on the album to me. It's like it feels like it's just constant like good stuff, and then it all pays off right there in that moment for me. That moment is pivotal. I don't so know. true. I love that. I, yeah, like, I mean, Peggy's personality has
1: always kind of been the selling point of the whole thing. Yeah. Because like he he's a great producer, he's a great rapper, obviously, but there's no there's nobody really like like him yeah. that's writing bars like these. And you know, even like in his in his like regular life, I mean, on like Twitter, he's like he's doing weird stuff like this, yep. um, and that's kind of like what draws me to him so much. He's just like a personality, larger than life, you could say, even though he's like small time in comparison to a lot of larger than life artists. And uh, yeah, bars like that really uh, exemplify that that yep. draw.
0: Yep. And then we got our closing track. Um, Ghost of Ranking Dread, I already said. I like this as the closer. It feels like a closer. Um, T.K. Mides is a great compliment to Peggy, as we've seen on the, uh, last year was Weird, uh, two. And he was on three, wasn't he? I didn't listen to three. Oh, okay. Well, he's definitely on two. And, uh, that song on that EP is a great... call it a banger. Yeah. Um... So they got they got chemistry again, and uh, it feels like a good send off to me. What yeah, you good got? song. What you got? I mean, I it, are, you it, know
1: I I'm probably just gonna say the thing I've been saying about every single song. but yeah. good production, good lyrics, good per, per delivery, hey, Peggy, good, interesting sound play. Yeah, yeah, really I'm,
0: good record. I think if you're if you were a JPEG Mafia fan before this record, you felt very. Um, like you were not let down. Kind of the opposite of the young thug experience that you had. You know, I felt like this one
1: I'm, I'm this one a, was for the fans. I'm honestly um I think this is his um his best album. I do too. I yeah. I, it I, definitely his most consistent. Do.
0: Because I feel like it, it it like I said earlier, it's like a perfect synthesis of all the things I like about veteran, all the things I like about cornballs, and then improved upon. Yeah. Like, it's it's a little bit of everything. I think
1: um, Veteran will always be like super important, super iconic, and I I, I love Veteran to death. Um, but you know, if I if I if I, this album really has um, everything the Veteran has and more, and it's better, so T B H. Yeah,
0: I think I think he's outdone himself. I think this is a great, 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 great album, um, and it will definitely be on my top ten at the end of the year. I can tell. Like, I, I listened to this a ton this week. A ton. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Loved it. Uh, A-plus. Just smacking it with the A-plus. I don't nice. care. It's real good.
1: I'm feeling a, just, a, just a solid A.
0: A-plus. I, I like, a I didn't have little... any tracks I didn't like. So, I, you know, what am I It was just tiny little problem stuff. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I can't give it a perfect score because... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not very strict in my rating. I have rating huge items. standards.
0: Um, But, uh, yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Next week, what are we What are we doing?
1: Okay, so we keep talking about rap, so why <laughs> not just do it again?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> like, right before we recorded, I was like, do you know what we're going to talk about? And he was like, uh, well, you know, we've been talking about a lot of rap, so I might go in a different direction.
1: <laughs> um, well, I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, I got literally nothing else I'm you know? thinking <laughs> of. So, I mean, okay, so, uh, ASAP Rocky is kind of a a big name in, in the rap game, um, and his first kind of like break, big breakout album, uh, uh, Live Love ASAP, just got put on streaming platforms uh, yesterday, and um, I've actually heard that album before this, and I've heard of all of ASAP Rocky's albums, and by far probably the best he's ever done. So, I'm, 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 I want to see if the reissue lives up to it, if he changes anything, and have you heard Live Love ASAP? I have not. Okay, so it's kind of you know an album I've already heard because I don't think he like changed anything too much. Hopefully he didn't because I think Live Love ASAP was great. So uh, find out. We'll just talk about that next week. You know, keep the rap roll going. The you know. Raps.
0: All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>